I'm now delighted to be joined by the Big Five Management Group's latest signee, Alan Souter. How are you, Alan? Hi, Andrew. Yeah, good, thank you. And I know in the past you've turned down sponsorship and help from Gary Anderson to go to Q School, so why have you changed your mind now and signed with the Big Five? Uh, yeah, good question. It's probably a long answer, but the short of it is lockdown, COVID, um, lack of darts. Paul, I've had quite a lot of talks with Paul and a lot of Facebook messages and different things, and um, I kind of I get a good feeling from speaking to Paul and, and that he feels he wants me to be in their team and he, he wants me to do well. So probably most most of the reason I feel quite comfortable around Paul and the guys that are in the team as well. I've also played quite a lot of international darts with them, with Nick and uh, Wayne and John. So yeah, obviously Dita as well. Sorry. But yeah, just it, it feels right and it's maybe the right time. Plus, I'm not a young guy anymore, you know, I'm in my 40s, so maybe a time to go and have a go and see what, see what can come out of it. And I was speaking to Paul the other day and he was saying that conversations between you have been going on for, for quite a while when you sort of made a joke last year over in Zurich. <laughs> yeah, well, I went to, obviously you know about Zurich, I went there with you and, and uh, to meet Sven and TJ and basically have a weekend at the darts it wasn't so much a, a tour event for us it was more a weekend with friends and uh, Paul was also there with Wayne and Nick and Deets and um, I just kept saying to him big six big six you know and especially after winning the one of the events on the Sunday against TJ I just kept saying to Paul uh, later on that evening big six big six try to give a change big five to big six to accommodate space for a Scotsman <laughs> <laughs> I know when we spoke a couple of weeks ago, you were saying that after the virtual cup, you'd had uh, you know a number of you know offers and stuff. So what was it about the big five that you know made you go with them? I just because it's been ongoing, it's been something that's been it's been a little bit of banter, but it's also been quite serious, I think, from Paul um, at times. And I've obviously never really said I would go to Q school or even attempt it. And maybe even the WDF tour was talked about last year. Me and, me and Paul spoke a little bit about it and if I could do events. But my work, you know, as a full-time firefighter, I, I, I don't have so much time as other occupations maybe do, especially weekends. You know, I work a lot of weekends. So the way that the COVID set up now, the way that the system and the bubbles and the winter series, summer series, but the way that the BDC are doing it, it's probably the only place you're going to be able to play darts for a, a, a few months anyway. So it might be beneficial for me to try and win one of the golden tickets and get a tour card and uh, go and have a go. Well, I mean, it was only a, a day or so after you know I was able to help break the news that you joined that the Scottish Open was cancelled in February. So, as you say, the WDF tour is going to take a while to, to get going in earnest. I think so. There's also... The... The one big thing that's probably always stopped me, I've played, this is my 11th year I've played for Scotland. I'm obviously the Scotland captain as well at the present time. Um, that's something that I, you know, it's not. It's nothing to do with money, it's nothing to do with anything else apart from representing your country. And all the guys that have done it over the years will tell you it's the best thing ever to represent your country. Walking out, you know what, you know yourself, I've walked out on the lakeside stage a few times. It doesn't compare to playing for your country and putting on the Scottish shirt, so... That's the same for every country, I suppose, obviously. But um, that's a big thing that's that was maybe the everything I based my darts around was try to get in the Scotland team and stay in the Scotland team and you know get try and follow Ross and emulate how many caps he's he's managed to acquire over the years. But all I'm going to be doing is trying to get more caps. You know, that, that there has to be a point where you think there's maybe something else, maybe there's a different avenue to go, and 
why not go and try and try something different? I think because I've never looked at the PDC as a as a viable option for me, I don't know much about it, which sounds silly because I've played darts my whole life. But I don't I don't really look into it. I, I, don't, I don't take that much interest in what goes on it until now. Recently, I've started obviously watching a lot more and, and kind of paying attention to the rankings and watching how Nick's been doing and then um, just sort of seeing how guys that are my peers in darts and seeing how they guys have done when they've went across. It's something that I maybe thought, you know, if there's no WDF darts going forward, the you say the Scottish Open just got cancelled. There's also the Celtic Cup. Hmm. The Northern Ireland Darts Organisation announced that the Celtic Cup next year has been postponed until 2022. So, you know, that, that for me means that I don't think there'll be much WDF darts for a while. Even still, if I don't get a tour card at Q-School, WDF, you know, Challenge Tour and the PDC and WDF Tour is maybe a route. Me and Paul have also discussed that as well. You know, something that's undarts related, when I was talking to Paul, he was saying that, you know, you do a lot of work with guide dogs. Can you tell me a bit more about that? Uh, yeah, well, that's... Uh, it's something that... It's more Amanda. It's more my, my, my Mrs. Amanda. She's... Um, really in it, loves the dogs, loves doing everything for it and we're kind of a couple that both like giving something back so we, we volunteer puppy walk so we've basically done it, we've, we've only been doing it for a few years and we're on dog number four so anyone that kind of knows, we, we keep a dog for about a year, year and a bit and then they go off to training and hopefully become a guide dog so our first two dogs, Quando and Coco are both guide dogs so we've helped in that journey Tasha, our third dog, is in four for just now in the middle of training, even though COVID hasn't stopped her. She's now in training, and we've got one at home just now, a six-month-old puppy, Pete. So it takes up a chunk of our time, but it takes up more Amanda's time than mine. Also, I, I do different shifts. We work it around. We both work, so we work it around that. So just something else to do that's rewarding for someone else. You know, we're, we're giving someone a lifeline that can maybe is maybe blind or going blind and it gives them their independence back to have a have a guide dog so it's, it's quite a cool thing i really 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 enjoy doing it now it's, it's good and obviously there's a fair bit now between sort of now and q school so you've got time to put the hours in on the board but obviously based on what we said before it's probably going to be your first in-person darts when you go to barnsley or wigan or wherever it is so how do you think you'll get on with that Actually, today, when I was at work, I was messaging one of my friends who was a joiner and started the discussion about building a dark room in my house. So next weekend, we're probably going to start that journey and create a dark room. Now, I'm not a practicer, you know. I, I, for all the things that I've done in darts, I don't practice in the house. I'm not. It's not for me, but I think if I'm going to do something like this, I, I don't like being underprepared for things. So I'm going to get a couple of months getting prepared obviously it's going to be individual practice or online as we go through the, the festive period i'm going to just get as good as i can and get as consistent as i can up in the 90 plus average sort of region and when i go to in-person darts yeah it's not there's not been any darts for a while but if darts starts for me i think i think in my head i can still go down there and turn up and play against the guys it's, it's different online obviously you know that um but I think I'll be all right. I'm going to treat the four days as a, a learning curve, obviously, but the goal is to try and get a tour card. Hmm. And I guess being there for, for the first time at Q School, being there alongside the likes of Wayne Warren, John O'Shea, Dieter Edmund, that's going to be a big help for you, I assume. Yeah, speaking of Paul a couple of days ago, he phoned and we had quite a long conversation about things and what, what he's expecting from me and what I sort of expect and how he's going to set things up and what we're going to do when we go down to 
wherever we're going to be once it's announced. But um, it just sounds good. It sounds like it's all about the team. It's not about individuals. It's all about getting everybody as relaxed and as prepared as possible. So for me, that's that's cool. I, I'm into that. I, I can buy into that side of it. So I'm looking forward to that. And yeah, like the guys you've just rattled off, you know, they've won <laughs> tons of titles and world titles between them all. So I'm a 42-year-old guy, but I'm going to be a rookie in that team, a, a young guy that's... Mick Kenny's also done loads. He's, he's coming to support as well. He's going to be there for, for the team as well, even though he has a tour card. So... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's definitely a good bunch of people. Wayne and I get on great with Wayne and John as well. So let, let's obviously see how it goes. Should be alright. And as you say, the, the tour cards, the goal, but with the, the PDC tour, you know, at least how it used to be, with sort of every weekend being full and the Euro tours. How do you envisage that's going to sit with your work as a fireman? I've been having a lot of conversations at work lately, actually, the last couple of weeks, just with different people and gaffers and, and different things with my watch manager. Um, I, I honestly don't know, but speaking of Paul, we, we don't know because of COVID how the PDC are going to run things. If they're going to run it again next year with like winter series, autumn series, spring, summer series, those would sit better with me for my, my work. But obviously, I can change shifts and swap shifts. Firebrick is quite flexible. Um especially if you're doing it for a reason of sport. So I'll have to just take that as we come. Hmm. It might mean that I'm at darts quite a bit. And then when I'm not at darts and I'm meant to be off work, I might be at work, you know. So it's just, it's just going to have to be a juggling act. Same as the guys, you know, like, look at Dita Hedman. She's worked night shifts for Royal Mail for years and years and years and still managed to attend all these events and win all these tournaments. Hmm. If, you know, you, you don't, say, get a tour card, will you be looking to play more of the events like the Challenge Tour or the WDF than you have in the past? Yeah, I think so. I think this is being signed with, with a management company, I'm actually now talking to a company about my own darts and different things, so we're, I'm maybe stop just playing darts as a hobby, as a bit of fun and maybe take it a bit more serious, which you know, I've, I've done quite a lot in my career taking it as a hobby so if I can turn it into a bit more serious for me and because someone else is backing me, then I have to take it more serious. You know, it's not, if I lose, it doesn't matter at this moment. It's only me that is affected by it and disappointed. But if I lose with people backing me, then you're letting them down as well. So I want to give it my best and try and, if I don't get a tour card, I think, yeah, Challenge Tour is, is there. It's an option on the table as well. As long as the PDC still have a Challenge Tour, we obviously don't know how that's all panning out going forward. You know, they've had no crowds, they've had no money coming in, but... The PDC are, are pretty good at the contingency thing, so we'll see. WDF events as well, yeah, might be. Let's look at some of the events on that if you, if you don't get a tour card. But, but all focus is on January, and, and then, then after that, the discussions have to be had with what way we're going to go and what route we're going to do. Obviously, it's, you get a card, there's only one option. If you don't get a card, then you've got to look at what's on the table at the time. And in terms of making the, the decision to, to join the big and big five and so on, was there a specific tipping point that made you think, yeah, this is what I want to pursue going forward? Probably Paul. You know, I, I get on quite well with Paul. We, we're both ex-military as well, so that kind of sits well with me. I, I like that side of it. And the guys that are in there, you know what, I've, I've played darts with Wayne and against Wayne for so long, and he's such a good guy, and he's good friends with me and Amanda. And John, being part of that as well, great. Nick Kenny obviously having his card and I've had quite a few battles with Nick playing Scotland and Wales and things like that so it's been yeah I think it's just the right sort of mix of people the kind of people that I get on with and 
you know, you can have a, a beer away from the dartboard with them afterwards. You can sit and have, have some downtime with them. So there's quite a lot of banter flies about on our WhatsApp group and um, Facebook chat and that. So it's quite, a, I quite like that side of it. But yeah, I think Paul's probably the, the key factor. And another, another cool thing, once it was a way to be coming out, um, that I sat down with Paul, Steve Holmes as well, who's another part of Big Five, um, sent me an absolutely brilliant message. Just so nice and, and just way he recollection of when he first saw me playing internationals and stuff it's just a really cool message and just something that makes you feel at home with these kind of guys so yeah that was a huge decision that the guys that are behind it and i saw when you you shared the news the other day you said it was at the start of a new chapter is that how you see this yeah definitely obviously a lot of people are talking about it and a lot of people in my circle you know i've even talked to ross about it which that's a hard one because we've played together for Scotland for so long and I think the one thing about if I get a tour card, the one thing is playing for your country. Even if you ask guys like Hendel and Rob Thornton and that, that are being away from the BGO and the Scotland dart side thing for a while, they still miss that, the, the buzz of playing for Scotland. So that would be a, you know, it's, it's a necessary evil, you know, if I want to maybe go and play darts and try and see what I can do. I have to step away from doing that side of it. It's, it's one of those things. It's a decision. Yeah, it's a decision that had to be made, and it's been made now. So we'll go through, and I don't do things in half. And all the people that up in Angus and in Scotland, when I run darts events and run my county and that, they know I don't do things by half. So I'm, I'm all in, and I'll, I'll give it my best go. You know, I've long felt that you were one of the the best players not doing the tour. So I'm delighted that you're going to be giving it a go in January, and I wish you all the best, mate. Thank you very much. Thank you.